Hi, I'm Brandon Briscoe, and welcome to Living Faith Bible Institute's Postscript Shorts, where we sit down with students from our school, and we talk about all the things that God is doing in their lives. We want to hear about their ministry, about their testimony of salvation and discipleship, what God is, is, has done in their hearts and in their mind. And so this week, we have invited Sierra Schaefer from Living Faith Tampa in Tampa, Florida, to talk with us about what God is doing in her life. And so with that, I want to welcome Sierra. Welcome to the show. Hi, Brandon. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I have, I've known you since you were little, so this is mm-hmm. going to age me a little bit. I've known Sierra <laughs> since you were what, probably 11, 12? Middle school age, yeah. And for a short period of time, you were with me in the middle school ministry at Midtown. Yeah, junior high class. Junior high class up in the up in the attic before it was refinished. <laughs> yeah. Back in the early days. Yeah. So Sierra, before we get into your testimony and talk about all the things that God has done throughout your life, let's just start uh, the way we always do by hearing about what God's doing in your life now. What's ministry like? Mm-hmm. What is Tampa like? What's the church work like? Just explain where you're at and, and, and what your life is like in this moment. Yeah, so I'm at Living Faith Champa. I'm discipling a girl. Um, we just started, and then I also am a part of the FOI Bible study on campus, and um, the Lord's doing a lot of exciting stuff with that. Just we're going to have more Bible study splits, which is crazy because that means it's growing and there's actually fruit coming from these Bible studies. And so that Bible study is going to split into this fall, um, and the other. Kaya Girls Bible Study is also going to split in two. So there'll be four Kaya Girls Bible Studies, two Kaya Guys Bible Studies, and Praise Ministry is growing. I don't lead that ministry, but I'm a part of it. And so it's just really neat to see how God is just providing people, but people who are actually plugged into His Word and actually growing. And um, the children's ministry is really sweet. Um, Also plugged into that, being a part of a church plant, you wear a lot of hats. And as more people are coming, Mm -hmm. you know, I get to sit back and do a little less, but there's still a lot of work to be done. But it's really sweet to see um, even just the kids. There was a girl, um, a five-year-old who got saved um, a couple months ago. And so just seeing how every age group God is just growing and working in the heart. I just got a new building. And so there's a lot happening in the ministry and in the church. And um, a lot of new and exciting things and very transitional yes. right now. And so you're not far from one of the largest universities in the Southeast, mm-hmm. USF. So tell us a little bit mm-hmm. about the school and tell us about the FOI work that's going on there, Friend, Friends of International. Yeah, we're in a great location, 15 minutes from campus, and it's a lot easier for international students to come and just provides more opportunities for families too because of the area it's in. So closer to neighborhoods, closer to campus and um, the FOI ministry, there's probably three Vietnamese students who just got saved and baptized. And so, yes, they're coming to church, but they're also, there's fruit from it, which is super mm. exciting. And like, that's what the majority of the room is on a Sunday is internationals, it feels like, which is sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was down there not too long ago and so much mm-hmm. has changed even since then. Oh, yeah. But there were so many international students, and you guys were doing activities on campus. Karaoke mm-hmm. was what I was there for. Uh, True. <laughs> I, did not, I did not partake in no, the karaoke. Nor did I. 
But yeah. it was so much fun watching so many uh, people from your church interacting with students mm -hmm. from all over the world. Yeah, it's super neat. I love it. It's my favorite ministry, probably. Well, let's talk about just how you grew up in terms of, um, you know, moving back and forth from Florida to Kansas City. Mm -hmm. Just tell us about your salvation and then how God got you to where you're at now. Just walk us through that. Yeah, so I was actually born in Kansas City. Um, I only lived there for three years, though. And so um, we moved to Ocala, Florida, which is about two hours north from Tampa. Um, and we were there for nine years. I, um, yeah, I grew up going to church. My dad was the youth pastor. Um, my mom and Dylan and Nikki, we were all there together growing up for nine years. And yeah, I memorized verses. I um, grew up hearing the gospel. I was a part of a lot of youth events and was just always surrounded by ministry. And my parents modeled that and that was their life. And so because I was a kid, that was also my life. Uh, Easter Sunday, when I was nine years old, um, I got on my knees and I confessed to the Lord, like I'm a sinner um, and I need a savior and knew that was him. Like I had known that I just hadn't made that decision for myself. And so I accepted Christ into my heart at nine years old, um, which is young. And so a lot has happened from that point all the way to now. Um, but yeah, that's what life looked like in Ocala. Um, and I was there until middle school um, and just slowly grew in my walk with the Lord from the point of salvation, um, but was still very much um, living it under my parents. They were great models, like my dad, um, a godly man, my mom, a godly woman. And I see a great example of a husband and wife and a family and um, what a heart for the Lord looks like. But the hardest part was learning to make that relationship with the Lord my own, which took a long time. Um, I accepted Christ at nine, but like it wasn't until like high school probably that I really was like, oh, I need to actually walk with the Lord and be in his word and um, live my relationship with him myself and not through anyone else, um, which was the hardest thing to learn for sure. Mm -hmm. So, In between that and that season of life where you were discovering Mm -hmm. what it looked like to know Christ, it was kind of at a point of a bit of crisis because your dad had served faithfully in Ocala for quite some mm -hmm. time. And then you guys kind of suddenly moved to Kansas City to reset. Can you tell us about that just a little bit? Yeah. So we moved to Kansas City um, and settled there and I had cousins and stuff. And so the Lord did provide ways to feel at home, even going somewhere new and we ended up at Midtown and were there for two years. And I remember those two years. Um, they also feel like they went by really fast. And um, so the Lord used that move to work on my heart, um, help me get out of my comfort zone. And so those seasons of change of like physically moving places and moving schools and churches, like God used that to really um, allow me to be uncomfortable um, at a young age. Mm -hmm. And so it was very key. And I remember the junior high ministry at Midtown was still very small during those years. But um, yeah, I remember I remember going to your house and like crying when I had to like share something that I read from the word because I was just shy and was crying out of nervousness. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so like the Lord has grown me a lot, even in those little things of like, it's okay. Like you don't have to hide behind fear or be shy or, and so God used it a mm -hmm. lot to 
just grow me out of my comfort zone for sure. Yeah, that that season with you guys here in Kansas City was was so wonderful. Getting to know your you know your dad was a counselor um, mm-hmm. when I was in high school at, at at the Kansas City Baptist Temple. Yeah, and so it was cool being around him again and and getting that time. Mm-hmm. When you guys did decide to go back, tell tell us a little bit about that change and, and what the expectations were, how you imagine them, you know, being a high school student, knowing you were moving again, um, and that it was going to be different this time. You had, you had new responsibilities and it was, it was a big deal. Tell us about that. Yeah. And I hadn't been in Kansas, Kansas city very long, just two years. And so that transition wasn't the same as the previous one. Um, so that first year was very hard. It was just us five. I, was still very shy at this point. I didn't have any friendships, really. I was in a public school that first year, and I would go to school, come home, and, you know, that was life. And then Lucy ended up moving, and so that was, like, how the Living Faith Tampa team started forming. But, yeah, I did feel very alone that year. And, again, looking back, I know that was just the Lord using these things to prepare me and to grow me out of my comfort zone and and even just strengthen my walk with him and begin to soften my heart to like you got to walk with me not just through Mm -hmm. other people or other things and so god really used that move a lot in just teaching me those principal things and so yeah and the whole work of planting that church was particularly difficult for all of us because that was the first church that Midtown Baptist mm-hmm. Temple planted. Yeah. Um, and and so there was a lot of that that was new to us. The team that went down there initially was just your family. It mm-hmm. was a while before an actual team, a supporting team, kind of formed around your family. And, and so I'm sure it was a little bit lonely, particularly for your parents in that season. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about what you observed um, mm-hmm. in those first few years of being back down there, uh, in your parents, um, in, in the responsibilities that you had, um, mm-hmm. what was the, the pressure, what was, what was your faith like and, and, and your prayer life like? Maybe tell us yeah. that stuff too. Yeah. So we met in our home for church for like two or three years, probably. Um, well, two years it was. And so, that was new to me. We had never done that before. And and in the moment, I don't remember exactly what I thought other than this is what we're doing and I'm going to be faithful to like play guitar if I need to or help in kids if I need to. Um, but then when things really started changing was my junior year of high school, um, Lucy Aikens um, started discipling me. And so discipleship was the most foundational thing to um, my walk with the Lord. Um, you know, I grew up reading Bible stories. I knew, you know, the gospel and verses and these things, but my walk with the Lord and learning how to make that my own, like I've said a lot is, um, what discipleship really did and just, um, being able to be vulnerable with someone too, because I don't ever want to tell everything to my parents, especially as a high schooler. And so Lucy was that key person to like teach me of like, okay, I can be real. I can be honest and I can know God's word for myself as well. And so, those two years, like junior and senior year, just learning God's word through discipleship and that investment um, was really key. And then going into college, um, just figuring out like, oh, okay, maybe I'm called to Tampa too. Um, Because up Mm -hmm. to that point, it was still like, oh, I'm just kind of 
here. I wasn't necessarily called to go to Tampa. I came to Tampa and I'm part of this church plant because of my family, um, because I came at the age I did. Um, but then just learning like, oh, is this a call that I really have for myself? And so there are many times where I'd even be like, do I need to go to Kansas City? Like, am I supposed to be here? Or um, what do I need to do? And um, over the years and even up to like now, God has really been like, no, this is where I have you. And you're going to learn to be content and plugged in. And so just by being thrown into a lot of different things um, after high school, um, being a part of the small girls Bible study and um, even started leading a teens Bible study for a short time. And so things that like were just a need. And so I was thrown in and, but God used it and used it to mm-hmm. um, just allow me to be prepared and ready for even just where we are today as a church body. So one of the things I'm, I'm hearing you say through your testimony is that like, and I think it's a unique testimony in this way, is that when things seemed hard or challenging, you just chose to have faith through them, that, that mm-hmm. God gave you the grace to say, whether it's you're in my living room crying because you don't want to share, um, <laughs> or, or, you know, you saying, is, is this actually, this Tampa thing, is it, does it belong to me? And mm-hmm. choosing to do things like, uh, lead a lead a high school kids Bible study, or to go and be a part of Friends of International. It's time and time again these small decisions to do things that are outside of your comfort zone is a big deal. It's it's critical to our spiritual growth, and um, it's it's been awesome from a distance watching you and the other believers at Living Faith Tampa. Kind of mm-hmm. everyone's doing that. It's not just you. It's like all of those yeah. people that came down there and committed to the work have all been challenged in really unique ways. And so it's a, it's a beautiful thing uh, to see what God's doing in that way. It is really cool. And like you said, it is a team. Yeah, we wouldn't be able to do it without each other. <laughs> we need the fellowship. Yeah, tell us about what it's like to work on a team that way. Yeah, it's fun because it's a very small core group. And I mean, everyone knows everyone's business, which is good and in a good way, like a healthy way. Everyone knows everyone's business Um, because we're very close and because, um, yeah, the core group, we see each other, you know, two or three times a week and um, we know what we're doing and um, being a part of praise ministry. And like I'm a part of Bible study and children's ministry with some of the same people. And so just getting to live life with them is what's really sweet about it. And, um, even getting to see like, Oh, where, um, what was Heidi's life five years ago or whatever? Like we get to just know each other's lives and be in it together. Um, and so, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's cool how the Lord has added to the team in that way. Cause we're not alone. We have the Lord ultimately, but we also have each other. And that's very important. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's very cool. And then seeing you guys in the new building and seeing it packed out, I heard on Easter that, that it was like almost standing room only. You had so many people there, which is such a cool thing. Yeah. I can't believe what God is doing. Like I would never like look back at 10 years ago and think that we would be where we're at today. Um, and so that's why I'm like, it's all worth it. <laughs> all the moving, all the, you know, moving of schools mm. and things that seemed hard at the time. I'm like, now it's nothing. And so, yeah, it is really sweet. When we do these interviews with the students from Living Faith Bible Institute, it's kind of with the objective to show how LFBI um, is a 
supplement to what you're doing on, on the field mm-hmm. or the ministry responsibilities that God has given you. Can you tell us a little bit about how LFBI has helped you in your development and your growth, your knowledge of God's word? And then how is that applied to the work that you're doing right now? Yeah. So I started LFBI, I think 2019 um, is when I started taking classes and I was still a student in school. So moving through slowly, but um, it's been helpful for my own walk. Like if I'm reading through a passage and have questions, I'm like, oh, I think they talked about this in this course. And But also for discipleship and Bible study, um, they've been huge just um, to be able to have an answer when someone asks. And it has helped very much in just having that resource, but also keeping me accountable to being a good steward of God's word in my Mm. own walk. What are some of the classes that you've taken that have been particularly helpful in in terms of your knowledge of God's word and and also just the application to ministry? I mean, you guys are doing all kinds of evangelism on campus. There are ministry principles that you're abiding by daily in your interactions with people, Mm -hmm. even just in terms of dividing the scriptures. What are some of the classes that have stood out to you and and been unique in, in terms of their help? Methods of Evangelism with Brian Clark, I remember that being huge. Um, One of the things I remember, like, it's not about um, success or how many souls, like, it's just about being obedient. But the survey courses are ones I go back to a lot, too, of just, okay, wait, what is the theme of Exodus or theme of whatever book that might seem scary from at first? And so those have been good. Um, And then Prayer and Worship, I took... I think last semester with Eric Phillips and that was just very applicational. And so I do love, like, even though you're gaining a lot of knowledge, um, there's so much that I'm like, Oh, if my heart's not right and I'm not actually applying these things, then, you know, the knowledge is nothing. And so I really enjoyed that course as well. You can always tell what kind of ministry people are doing based on the types of classes that they appreciate most. Um, And obviously you're working with international students, many of whom have never Mm -hmm. heard uh, the gospel before. Like it's never been presented to them clearly. It makes sense that you would really be drawn to classes like methods of evangelism or even just prayer and worship. You know, you're on the worship team Mm -hmm. at your church and prayer is an integral part of what you guys are doing. So those those classes kind of reflect, your appreciation of those classes kind of reflect the things that you're doing in ministry, which is very cool. for sure. Now, have you, do you listen to this show? very much? I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what are some of your favorite episodes that you've heard? Um, I love the ones with John Kindler. Um, hmm. mainly, I mean, they convict me personally. Um, there was one on fear and anxiety and, um, uh, something else. I think, I don't know, basically about getting, I think fear, anxiety, and depression maybe, or something like that. Confidence. I remember confidence. Yeah, yeah. So one Mm -hmm. of those, but I just appreciate um, it. Helps my own heart to make sure that my thoughts are being to the Lord, and because I know if my heart and thoughts aren't right, then I'm just going to be going through the motions of ministry. His are good for that, but Mm -hmm. also just um, in counseling other people too, and knowing how to pray for them and how to understand where others are at as well. Well, Sierra, I want want to tell you how important your testimony is to Midtown Baptist Temple, but I also also think to the Living Faith Fellowship and to Living Faith Bible Institute as well. And I I say that because um, you are a part 
of uh, a church planting work that mm-hmm. um, has been hard and you've endured through it. Like w- when stuff has been difficult, you've, you've stuck with it and you've stayed the course and you're young. You know, that's the thing that I think is really uh, cool about it is that, is that you're young and in, in many ways, people that have been in the faith longer or maybe older than you would imagine that that would mean that you're immature, but uh, your faith and your devotion to the work and your surrender to the Lord and your commitment to Living Faith Bible Institute is, uh, is a testimony of your maturity and just that, that the, the hard work of church planting is worth doing. Mm-hmm. And so people can look to you, you know, uh, I do believe, and, and, you know, I think it's okay to say this. I do believe that we are on the front end of a church planting movement in the fellowship and among the students of LFBI. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to kind of be on the front end of that. Um, um, and now we're beginning to see church after church, year after year being planted, not just from M- Midtown Baptist Temple, but from other churches as well. Other churches in the fellowship are beginning mm-hmm. to, to send people out their best and their brightest to be a part of works like this. And it's really great for us to be able to look to you uh, as an example and, and uh, especially for young people who are, who are making big decisions. So I'm, I'm grateful that you hung out with us today and that you shared yeah. with us. And we, we want to just encourage you, keep taking classes and, and, and stick with the stuff, sis. Thank you. I love you guys. <laughs> and we want to thank you for hanging out with us for another uh, time of testimony from our students here at the Living Faith Bible Institute. And so if you heard this testimony and you're saying to yourself, wow, if Sierra uh, can do it and she was shy, you know, she, was, she started shy and, and it seemed like a difficult thing. And she could take ownership for the work. You know what? God has a lot for me too. And, and I too can, and can have the faith to do the work uh, of the ministry. And so whether that's in your local church or, or you have a heart to church plants or be a part of missions, we want to encourage you to visit lfbi.org. We want to help you with your training. We want to come alongside you and your local church and provide you with the education that would uh, put you in a position where you are mature enough and prepared to do the work of church planting and and to go out and to have an answer for those who might have hard questions about the Word of God and and to go and evangelize and to to do do the work of the ministry, to live the Great Commission the way that you should. And so we want to invite you. Visit lfbi.org. Check out our program of study. Check out our course load. We've got another semester coming up real soon this summer. And so we want to invite you to come see what we're about and whether or not we can help you in that work. But With all that said, we are grateful that you joined us for another episode of our Postscript Shorts, and we will see you again next week. God bless. Thanks for listening to The Postscript. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a rating and review in order to help other people find our podcast. If you value this show, Please help us continue creating content by supporting Living Faith Bible Institute at lfbi.org support.